All right, everyone, welcome to the 4th and Long Podcast. My name is Roger. Friends here, Scott and Matt. Happy New Year. Uh, yeah. yeah, Happy New Year. <laughs> All right, so we're going to first talk about the Chiefs. Big win. Well, yeah, over a... I think that constitutes a big win. Yeah, well, I think so. Five-win team. <laughs> yeah, as far as wins over five-win teams go, I think it was a big win. Yeah, at least we didn't lose to a five-loss. Yes, five-win five team. team. Yeah, yeah, beats the alternative. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody else did I did that, I think, this weekend. <laughs> somebody pretty somebody, important. Yeah, there yeah. was another team there that did lose. There was somebody... Uh, did New England? Did New England lose? Yes. I think New England lost. I think New yes. England did yeah. lose. Okay. That's right. Oh, yeah. 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 That Remember, Kevin Harlan told us. Oh, yeah. oh yes. Right. Yes, Kevin Harlan. Thank you, Kevin he Harlan. Did, he did the dual simulcast. We didn't have to watch. FCC be damned. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he helped us out there. He was letting us know the play-by-play. If, play. if, if he gets fined... I'll pay it. There, are going to be, <laughs> there is going to be a charitable... Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. There's going to be a... Go fund Fortin me. Long's going to pick that up for you, Kevin. No, no we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we're the fine do... is 25 cents. <laughs> <laughs> then we got it. We might be able to pull together 10 bucks. <laughs> if it's $1,000, though, we're... This is going bad. Do they take Hungarian money? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah, we're 900 and... Uh, Ninety-nine dollars and seventy-five cents shy of <laughs> of really of paying getting that, that one paid. Yeah, almost. We're almost there. So close. Yeah. So close. <laughs> no, that so, was a good win. Um, well, the England dropped a a dinger. That was a dud by them. Oh yeah. I mean, all you have to do is win. Yep. And you're in. You you got to buy. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't do it. Nope. Couldn't stop, couldn't stop dolphins, on the Fitzmagic. I hope it's a harbinger of things to come. Let this be the unceremonious end of the New England Patriots. Well, okay, so that's the next thing. Is it over now? No, it's not. It's not. Well, I was listening to the radio earlier today, and somebody came up with. They started arguing about this a little bit. Said, "Okay, who do you think the Chiefs are going to play?" You know, uh, Patriots or uh, what would be the alternate? Tennessee? No, not Tennessee. Maybe Buffalo or yeah. whoever. And and the guy said, I, I think it's going to be the Patriots. I think they're going to win um, their first round playoff game. I'm like, why do you think that? What What is giving you any reason for this? And, and the guy was saying, well, you know, still the Patriots. When was the last time you recall the Patriots lost two straight home games? So that was his argument for why sometime pre Belichick, pre Brady, right? So that that's that was his argument for it, and the guy rebutted with, "This is different. This feels different. This does not feel like that team that still has some magic left in them. This feels like a." A dead man walking, almost. As much as I want New England to die, they are one of those sports franchises, and every every sport has them. As long as they are mathematically alive to do something, I do not count there, them. You out. and me have talked about this many, many, many with times. the St. Louis Cardinals. With the St. Louis Cardinals. Yep. As much as we hate the St. Louis Cardinals, 
You cannot count the St. Louis yep. Cardinals out until they, they are officially They out. can be 20 games under 500 in August, and I will not write them out until the math says you have got to win more games than are left to play. Mm-hmm. And then if they get into the playoffs, uh, it's hard not to pick them yep. because they produce. So, yes, I agree. I think this... Well, even when we played New England, and that's the most of them I've ever watched at one time this year, um, they're not the same team. They clearly miss Gronk. Um, That really has messed up their offense a lot. But as long as they're in the playoffs until they lose, I I can't say that they're going to. Well, did anybody see that, that figure that they put up about them with a bye and without a bye? No. The Patriots. Oh, yeah. They're, they've got, what, one? They've never been to the Super Bowl. They've never been to the Super Bowl without a bye. Okay. And they've, what, won like three games? They're three and three. They've Something won. Like that, they've yeah. always won the first game and lost the second. Second game? Okay. Yeah. Well, they've. I hope history repeats itself because I'm, I'm, I'm ready for this to end. Well,. From your guys' standpoint, then, I'll ask the question. Who do you want to play? I know it's not going to come out like this, but would you rather play the Patriots or the uh, uh Anyone Titan- but the Titans. Or the Titans, if, <laughs> yeah, you know. I want to play anyone I mean, but the Titans. So, do we have to root for the Patriots? Yes. <laughs> yeah, because we can beat them. Yeah. They're very beatable. Um, yeah. I, I think that... We are in the Patriots' head that we can beat them, and I think Tennessee is in our head that they can beat us. Well, here's the thing, though: isn't Tennessee the sixth seed? Yeah. Yeah. So technically, so, if they are not going, we're not going to play. Them. Yeah, yeah. So no matter what, Baltimore well, can Baltimore can maybe do our dirty work for us. <laughs> I just wanted to. Play, I just wanted to be a devil's yes. advocate on this. To yeah. No, I, mean, I want. Who are we rooting for I want, on Saturday, I want, Sunday? Because I want no part of the Titans. So we want New England to win. Yeah, I don't care if this Tennessee coming, wins whatever, as long Saturday as Baltimore. Sunday, I'm not sure as long as Baltimore is. beats them before we have to play them, I don't care. <laughs> they can win. They can. They can end the New England dynasty on Saturday. That'd be great. But then I, I pray that Tennessee loses to Baltimore because <laughs> I want no part of the Titans. None. Yeah, I I'm okay with Tennessee beating the Patriots too. I kind of would like the sixth seed to do it because it's the – even though they're, you know, Patriots aren't a one. Well, and we've looked at it too. Mathematically, the sixth seeds hardly ever make it. You looked so, at that stat up the other day. It was two teams? Two teams that have been to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Green Bay and Pittsburgh, I believe is what you yeah. told me. Yeah. And the those <laughs> two teams had Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Yes, one was with Ben Roethlisberger, another one was Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, so is that, it Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre? No, it was Brett Favre. I'm sorry, I told you yeah. wrong. Yeah. So, <laughs> but still, yeah. Hall of Fame quarterback. Yes. That, yeah, still Hall of Fame. That yeah. did it. Uh, Tannehill's not going to the Hall. Tannehill's not going in the Hall of Fame. And while they certainly have an offense that can win playoff games, um, I don't. You know, I don't, they're not going to win a lot of them, but. Um, it's kind of, I'm torn. I would like to be able to breathe a sigh of relief knowing they're gone right off the bat. But at the same time, as long as Baltimore has to play and we don't, okay. 
Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I just I want no part we're of. We're gonna play the Bills or the Texans. Essentially, is who we're gonna play. Well, and we. Yeah. I never thought well, I'd we, say this, but none of those teams frighten me as much because of the way the Chiefs' defense is played as of late. Although not having Thornhill is gonna suck. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know they the the Chiefs have turned around and and played a very playoff style brand of football the last month. Less finesse, more business-like, grind it out, win the game, um, which I'm personally happy about. So was that your observation of the game on Sunday then? Yeah, Just... very workmanlike, nothing ridiculous. Um, I liked, while uh, Scott and I had this conversation earlier in the week, I still think they had one possession in the second half that they just mailed in. That just seems to be what they do, where it's like they don't even try to move the ball or score any points. Um, I like the last uh, touchdown of the game that rather than being at five wide throwing it, they were in a strong set with, oh, my God, a fullback in the backfield running the ball, trying to get that down into the end zone. Um, I, You know, everybody, yeah. everybody talks about the two-minute drill, but Andy Reid suffers, I think, more from that five-minute drill when they have a lead, not a huge one, but they're trying to ice the game away and they either don't score or they score in three seconds and then they just turn around and give the ball back to the other team. I'll make the argument that um, Andy Reid was pissed when that kick return happened. Oh, no question. Like, with, oh my God! No, we're only taking five seconds. What the fuck? With with this, with the style of play, you wanted to try something different. With the, yeah, with the style of play they've been running, I agree with you. I agree with you. He's, 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 like, God he's, damn he's it. watching Hardman go all the way downfield, going get tackled, get tackled, get tackled, get tackled, get tackled, get tackled. <laughs> Shit. Which, by the way, it should be inhuman to run that fast and be able to make lateral moves. It's we, uh, me and him have talked about this for the longest time. How did he end up on the Chiefs? I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm serious. I still don't understand. How did he end up we, on the Chiefs? We all know that I will never be an NFL owner for a litany of reasons. One of the reasons would be this: I don't know who picked in front of the Chiefs before they picked Hardman. I could have five great wide receivers. I would cock block those motherfuckers and be like, I'm taking Hardman just so you don't get him. Because I am not going to allow you to have Hardman and Hill on the same roster. It's not fair. So, yeah. I, you know, whether who, who gets cut, who makes the team, I don't care. He ain't going Chiefs. Not having it. Nope. Nope. No, it won't, probably won't happen again. <laughs> Yeah, they're. I, I don't know. Brett Veach seems to come up with some weird cockamamie uh, shit. So, <laughs> you know, there, there's, you know, somebody in Indianapolis is going, hey, uh, there's this kid from Toledo, and he runs a four four forty. Get him before the Chiefs do. <laughs> Fuck him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> runs a four three forty. Get him. Yeah. I I I don't know. It's just. Every time I talk to him, it bewilders me of how he ended up on yeah. our team. I don't, well, I don't understand how so many. I, well, we talked about this already too. Yeah. Was about how did the top two rookie wide receivers this year? Well, there's really three, but there's two that are really good. The top three is really Debo Samuel, McCall Hardman, and DK Metcalf. Not in any certain order there, 
that's just really your top three rookies sure, who sure, are playing sure. great football. Two of them are stupid fast, Hardman and Samuel. They Metcalf are, is big. Metcalf is just a monster yeah. big, and he yeah. just out-muscle everybody, yeah. Yeah. which makes him a threat because – Jump balls are yeah. 50-50 at worst. Yeah, no him. no cornerback can match up with him very well, so he's awesome like that. But I I don't understand. Debo Samuel went in the second round. High second. Yeah, like 37, 38, I yeah. think I remember, somewhere around there. And then Hardman went, like, what did I say, 56? 56 yeah. or something? Almost the third round. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. That is first round and talent. What's, and what's crazy... Is even before the uh, uh, Tyree Kill got in his legal trouble, I think he was Tyree Kill insurance. Yes. Oh, that's all. I, I you know, I in case number one he gets hurt because I think the offense shows they do better when they've got a burner wide receiver in there opposite Kelsey. I think because you know Kelsey's fantastic going down the middle, but. He's even more lethal when you've got a guy that can go over the top on the outside. And clear out the middle. Yep. And then um, he did have, you, you don't know, up to the that point, he hadn't had any repeat of any of his legal nonsense. But the other was his contract. You know, there was a lot of talk about his contract negotiation, contract extension, and were they going to um, franchise Hill? Were they going to let Hill walk? Whatever they were going to do. And I think they were looking to get him even before Hill got into his legal trouble. So I think they had him targeted early. I can't imagine they thought that he would still be there when they got him, though. Like you said, I don't know how he fell. I mean, I, I know I realize he did not play four years a wide receiver in college. I get it. But... Um, that's a lot of speed, and you let yeah. the, you let the wrong team get him. get him if you're not a Chiefs fan. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, well especially I mean we can teach him. I mean we've we've shown over the years that well here Andy and he, Andy has shown that we can teach wide receivers sure to can. become yep. wide receivers. Well, and then the thing yeah. I liked about him was even though he was a converted, he was a safety. He's used to hitting people. Mm-hmm. Contact was not going to bother him, which really ended up, I think, being upside over him being a wide receiver. Because a lot of wide receivers are only getting hit. They get alligator arms. They do everything they can to shy away from contact. Hardman don't care. I mean, he spent you know three years playing defensive back at big time SEC football. Yeah, and you know being involved in collisions and then facing so. Well, at the end of the day, that still doesn't answer the question. How in the hell is he the 56th pick? <laughs> I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer. I don't I've have told an answer. You, I've told you since halfway through the season when he started playing for us, I still don't understand how the hell he ended up on our team. No. Because there are so many teams out there that are struggling for wide receivers. And they, like Arizona. Yes, they went out and got Kyler Murray. I get it. That was their first pick and stuff. Why didn't you set him up with a wide receiver, though? I mean, he doesn't have really... I mean, Christian Kirk is really his best wide receiver. That's not a very good wide receiver. He's not exactly... He's not McCole Hardman. No. No. (laughs) That guy is not the same person. So, I don't understand. And the part that's crazy is... you. 
you, you'll hear about this from time to time, but not enough balls to go around on the offense. The Chiefs have a quarterback that loves to distribute the ball. We joked about it a few weeks ago that he was bored throwing to Kelsey. It, it's not in his nature to keep throwing the ball to the same dude over and over. And what's crazy is you can have these guys that are all super talented, super athletic, that can do lots of things with the football when it gets thrown to them. And Mahomes finds a way to distribute the ball. And then Andy Reid, give him some credit. He designs plays that helps allow for that. But, you know, they're not going to come here with all this talent and not get used. Yeah. You yeah. know, he, they figure out a way to make sure that, all right, you can run. All right, we're going to get you the ball. Yep. Which is nice. Which we saw in this past game with the Chargers. He Absolutely. Ran, he ran over the top and caught a great pass yes. in the game, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So, not only was his kickoff, he can catch, too. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, his kickoff return was ridiculous, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I got nothing really to say. And I got to give credit <laughs> to... Thing, cause yeah, it's just I got to give a lot of credit to Brett Veach of just staying pat with what your plan was, of just sticking with... You know, because it would have been easy for him to move on from some other guy thinking something was wrong with him, you know, because he fell so far, but just stayed, you know, stayed the course of, we're, no, we're going to stick him with him. We're going to keep with him. The, and uh, I don't know what 30 other teams. <laughs> the, the other day, uh, 30, that 30 for 30 uh, on ESPN documentary was on about the, uh, the big draft of quarterbacks back in 84, 83. 83. With Marino and uh, Kelly and Blackledge and yeah, all, all those guys, and it Dan Marino got drafted. I think he was the twenty eighth pick in the of the first round. He was one uh, A or one B to John Elway in terms of everybody's anticipation that this guy is. Probably the best quarterback in this this draft, if he's not the second best. He drops all the way down there because there was a rumor floating that he was smoking weed. These these rumors were unfounded. Mm -hmm. That was crap. But he falls all the way to 28th because of that. Maybe Nicole Hardman was smoking weed, and everybody's like, hey, he smoked weed. <laughs> I don't know. Had some skeleton. But there has to be some kind of skeleton in his closet that doesn't even have to be true. But it just was a rumor that got started. Maybe the chief started it. <laughs> hey, hey, guess what we heard? Yeah. Got this charge against him down he in Georgia. Kiss, he kisses his sister with an open mouth. <laughs> well, they are from the south. <laughs> he kicked his girlfriend last week. Yeah. Oh, we're out. Oh, we're out. <laughs> Some stupid. I I don't know, but I don't know. I I'm glad Brett Veach's uh, draft picks have really worked out this year. Well, we were talking before the, the show today, but. Uh, Everybody, I think everybody was a little nervous when Dorsey was gone because while he had problems as general manager, there was no question that guy could identify talent yeah. and, and, and pick it. Because, I mean, man, he brought in some good players in really weird spots. You know, the waiver wire and late draft picks and those kind of things. And 
you really can build a fantastic roster when you do that. You hit home runs on the high picks you have, and then you fill, you get a, all those good players behind them. You know, you're a little worried about that, and I think we've seen Veach is very capable also well, of, of doing that. His first year didn't go so well. No, no, it didn't. It, and a lot of them backfired. Like, Anthony Hitchens, you know, wasn't exactly the best player last year. He's a lot better this year, but maybe, maybe that is coaching a little bit. You know, on the part that maybe he picked guys for a certain coach, and Bob Sutton wasn't that coach, and now Steve Spagnuolo is that coach. I don't know if Mike Singletary could play linebacker very well for Sutton. <laughs> Probably not when you got to drop back in coverage eighty percent of the time <laughs> against wide receivers. But I mean, this year though, all of them have really hit. I mean, like even Frank Clark now is starting to play. Out of his mind. Well, then you find out Frank Clark was hurt most of the year. Yeah, you're sick. You're sick, you know, yeah. and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, now he's starting to feel better, and now you're seeing yep. a huge production. I, mean, I still think it's bullshit excuse. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, hey, Terrell Suggs had a, ta- a sack over the weekend, too, and looks like the old... But the, tele- the best part of that, though, was I always... Full disclosure, I always liked Terrell Suggs when he was in Baltimore. I, he was just one of those guys, yeah, you kill us every time you play us, but I always liked Terrell Suggs when he did the chop after oh, yeah. he got the after he got the sack. Because there was all that rumor that he wasn't going to sign here, it was Baltimore bust, and then he gets interviewed and he says all the right things. He's like, are you kidding me? Of course I wanted to come here. The MVP, reigning MVP of football is here. It's a playoff team, blah, blah, blah. a chance to make the... Super Bowl, you know, which they're all very true. Yeah. But I, I like the once he, once he got the sack, he did the chop, got the crowd going a little bit, hyped up everybody. So you know, he's not gonna, he's not gonna kill, kick ass for us every down like he did twelve years ago. But man, putting him in spots is gonna be great. We just need him to do a couple things that's, a game. That's right. That's <laughs> One, right. Two sacks a that's game. That's it. That's all we and need. And not be offsides on a third down. Not, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Not line up offsides. We'll start with that and go from there. Just yeah. don't do that. Anything else is a bonus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and stop the run for Dear Lord, too. Which he did, too. And the other part, too, is that we, we joked the the similarity between the Royals signing Raul Abanez in 14 and then the, the Chiefs signing Terrell Suggs. There's a lot of young, raw, undeveloped, talent on that defensive line i mean outside of chris jones and frank clark there's a hodgepodge of dudes that are playing colin saunders tono passano yes um, tono passano they only played like a couple years of college yes, football or yeah. something Period. and i want him to succeed because the guy is he, he's a freakish athlete yeah. you know i really want him he's got that strength and speed and length to you and, know He's like a Javon Javon Curse kind of you know type thing. So having Suggs, I think, helps particularly with the the, the defensive line. But you know, it's sometimes I think people will say it's overrated, and I don't think it is. He's been there, done that. So you know, he's the got. Thing a, is, we're not spending that much money. No, oh, it's dropping <laughs> the bucket, dropping the bucket. So I think he was a. I mean, this late in the year, absolutely. And then um, Okafor got hurt. Yes. So there was gonna you're gonna need body anyway. So who are you gonna add? Some guy off the practice squad or Terrell Suggs? I'd rather have Terrell Suggs. They called me. 
They're waiting for you to take. They're hey, waiting. They're waiting for you to. No, you need to send your resume to the Cowboys for the coaching position. <clears throat> yes, because you're probably going to be the only one to put your name in the hat. So. Yeah. So you need to get on that, buddy. But I don't know. the The thing is, is that this year Brett Veach's picks have because even Juan Thornhill, Tyron Matthew has been amazing for us. He has been great, and especially to solidify our secondary. And then. Um, you know, some of his older picks from last year are starting to step up and stuff. So, well, and like Rashad Fenton, he was pretty good up until he got hurt. But he was a fifth-round draft pick. I mean, good grief. Just taking flyers on people and they pan out. Yeah. So, that I didn't mean, happen very often. No. But I think going forward, I know over the weekend, Damian Williams had a big big day running, but I think we need another running back. <laughs> I, it's I still be... think we've got one. We just don't utilize it out for whatever. Still don't know exactly the reasons on yeah. that one. Darwin, uh, Thompson. Darwin Thompson needs to get more touches. My only thought with why he doesn't get to play much is he still doesn't know the playbook. Probably. I don't really know. I'm, but you know what? I don't. Running back is one of those few <clears throat> positions that – how hard can it be? I mean, I, now I wouldn't want him back there doing blitz pickup because no, that's too small. That's he's he's well, and and you really have to be smart. Yeah, you know, you have to. Yeah, you're going to have to be strong enough to stop the blitz, but you know, defense will prey on a you know late round running back who played football at Utah State. Well, he just so needs he, to be the guy like like one Captain America told Hulk in the <laughs> Avengers. Smash. Smash. Yeah. Just don't give him any more instruction no, than just that. Hand the ball off. Go. Run. Go. Because he's got. Because he is. He's got man, speed he's and yeah, he's not power. He's not strong, but he's what? Well, to like pick up blitz, pick up kind of. Oh strong. yeah. But to like be stand, you, but a stand still, stand and still and take a, but take a, you get him rolling downfield. Yeah, ooh. that's a that's a lot of yeah. You know he he gets yeah the, he's tough. He'll move the pile. So well, all the draft boards right now are. Predicting that we'll pick up a running back next year. Uh, I actually, I don't, I don't think this will happen for a lot of reasons. Salary cap being one, but uh, Melvin Gordon will be a free agent at the end of this year. I'm okay with passing on running backs. They're they're not. I think they're not worth it. I think the league is showing that you don't have to have Ezekiel Elliott or Ezekiel Elliott's pace to. When? Yes. Yeah, you don't have to have a guy that plays like him, and you don't have a guy that demands that kind of salary in order to win. You just don't. No. No. Yeah, I don't know about that Melvin Gordon thing, though. Well, okay, so kind of changing gears. We, The NFC, though, they have a lot of power backs and stuff among the, all the teams that are in the playoff, though. I mean, you got Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook. Alvin Kamara. Uh, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to go that far, but yeah. I mean, it's showing in that league, and San Francisco runs like a three-headed monster thing with Tevin Coleman and Raheem Mozart. Yeah. It's, yeah. Coleman is yeah. gone now, pretty much. Yeah, he's, he's gone now. It's I mean, much or, Monster or Brita, Matt Brita. It's yeah. Raheem well, now. Mozart. Yeah, Mozart, yeah. yeah. It's Raheem. For the most part. Yeah, he's been getting most of the touches now. Yeah. But over on that side, it's like the AFC 
it doesn't really matter. The running backs are all plug and play. I mean, it's, you know, the Chiefs run a three front of guys that doesn't really matter. Baltimore's got uh, Ingram, who's been on every team in the league almost. Not quite that bad, but two. two. But he's older guy too, though. I mean, it's not like they went and drafted some. They don't have Saquon Barkley on the team. No. And then the Bills have Rookie and then Frank Gore. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's kind of it's kind of funny how the two different leagues are completely yeah, but opposite. You're, you're not looks... talking about Derrick Henry either. No. Of all the teams that are in the playoffs right now, he's the the, the Kansas City Chiefs will have the most problems. With Derrick Henry. Yes. Yeah. But with with the Tennessee Titans as a whole, because and I'll tell you this, every team that's in the playoffs will find out that they're going to have difficulty playing the Titans. You better get them in third and long because as many times as you can. Nobody runs the ball. As much as they do. Or yeah. wants to. And wants to. Mm-hmm. And has the ability to. And that's something nobody is really that used to now. I mean, the Chiefs defense is doing a really good job right now at stopping the run. Or con- containing the run. But nobody's running the ball that much. Let's see what happens again when Derrick Henry... Let's hope, you know, we, let's don't hope we don't have but out. You know, and and whoever whoever they're going to play, and you're going to say, well, Baltimore, their run defense is really solid. It's really solid because they have not played Derrick Henry yet, I, and and had a rushing attack like that yet. They make it to the Super Bowl. The NFC is going to have problems with that. Nobody runs the ball no. like that. Nope. Okay. Play a different brand of football. All right. Now we're going to pick who's going to win, Buffalo or Houston. <laughs> Don't all speak at once. <laughs> Can I get another beer before we leave? Talk amongst yourselves. I will. I'm just going with the home team, and I'm going with Houston. Going with Houston. I get that game's in Buffalo. I'm going with Bills. No, it's in Houston. So I'm going with Houston. Yeah. Yeah. I. God. You see the the line? Houston's only favored by two and a half. Yeah, at home. That's a pick game. That's a pick game. Yeah, that's a pick game. I I don't know. Buffalo. It will be a good game. I think it will be a a good game. To be honest, I almost think that's going to be the best game. Well, I don't know. I think Minnesota-New Orleans is going to be a good game. But I think New Orleans is going to run away with it. But That's only a good game because of the backstory to it. Yes. Yes. You are correct there. All right. All right. Houston or Buffalo? J.J. Watt returns Houston. Okay. Okay. So we're all pretty much unanimous Houston. New England or Tennessee? That's the Saturday. This is Saturday's. Is the uh, dynasty over? I am going to say New England only because it will be more painful for them to win a playoff game and then lose. 
Usually when I want a team to win, they usually don't. So go New England. <laughs> I'm going to even buy a hat. I think t- <laughs> New England hat. <laughs> or one of those cheap like retro ones on the internet. Uh-huh. Uh, Tennessee is favored, or New England is favored by five. Well, and that's not much either. I bet if you looked at the history of <laughs> not for Foxborough, <laughs> yeah, playoff games in January, that five, good lord, maybe in an AFC title game, maybe against uh, the Colts, yeah, the Broncos. Days, you know. Do you think you know? that's Vegas trying to get money on the other side? Yeah. <laughs> probably that's, not. It's probably they're trying they not to the, lose money. I just want to say they shouldn't have a problem with putting getting money on either side of that one. I just I go back to I, I'll go back to what happened. In 2014, when the Chiefs frog stomped New England, and then they had to on to Cincinnati and put a fork in them, they're done. Patriots got pissed off and went on a roll. They probably get pissed off enough to win this week. But then they go crashing back down to earth the next week. Okay. I'm picking Tennessee. So, For what it's worth, I won't be mad if you're right. <laughs> I don't think anybody will be. <laughs> All right. Saints or Minnesota? I'm thinking this is unanimous here on this. <laughs> My only concern with making this pick. I feel like I should not be able to pick. This is like Herb Street having to excuse himself. Yeah, I should excuse can't myself. Pick, you can't pick. Yeah, because you're calling the game. Um, I, I, I... I'm reluctant to name my pick because I have similar luck as far as who I pick or want to win will lose. And in this particular instance, it affects someone at the table. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to not say, but everyone's going to know what I mean. (laughs) Just like that. Just like that. Ditto. (laughs) Fine, I'll pick the Saints. Fine. One of these kids is a dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of them is. Saints are favored by seven and a half. I think that's. I think it's that's a fair, fair number. Yeah. Yep. All right, Seattle or Philly. Scott's heard me for the past two weeks on Seattle. Seattle lost me a bunch of money, so I'm fucking <laughs> pissed at them, and I don't fucking trust them as far as I can throw a fucking full trash can. <laughs> Garbage heap of a fucking team. We're just gonna stop unless you go. <laughs> yeah, keep talking about do. the Seahawks. I am so fucking pissed at them. I'm picking Philly. I think in basically what is a pick'em game in January, uh, there is something to this West Coast team having to go play uh, on the East Coast. I wish it was a noon kick because then for sure Seattle would lose. Um, <laughs> Yeah. They don't. Those West Coast teams don't do well when they have to go to these coasts yeah. and play early. I, I, I think Philly. Philly's going to win. That game's not going to be pretty, but I think Philly wins. Okay, Seattle. You going with Seattle? Yeah. I just, I just don't. Uh, I just don't trust. I trust Russell Wilson more than I do Carson Wentz. Fair. That's that? fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Well, Seattle's only favored by one one and a half points. So, yeah, Vegas has made it a pick'em game. So, all but, yeah, yeah, all but. 
So, all right, there's our picks. So now we're going to switch gears again. You guys wanted to talk about the college football playoff. Or college football in general, sorry. Well, I, I was hoping that we'd spend the next hour um, breaking down the Oklahoma-LSU game. Uh, fuck if you guys no. wanted to. Yeah, there was yeah. a lot that happened in that game. I mean, that... Uh, it was very intriguing football. Yeah, it was very intriguing. <laughs> um, so let's start by... <laughs> Joe Burrow I, is a maniac. And I we're... think that the Cincinnati Bengals... Uh, <laughs> We're very happy today. Hill of a quarterback, um, <laughs> and I think that the next time a Big Twelve team is looking at being selected for the college football playoff, they may not get it because of the curse of the Oklahoma Sooners. Yeah. Well, I, you and me were talking about this, Roger. The Big Twelve really needs to be careful because they're starting to. They're starting to trend in, in football like they have been in basketball. There's only one team that wins the damn thing. Oh, yeah. You know, Oklahoma is pretty much your perennial Big 12 football yeah, not, champion year after year after year, as Kansas has been in basketball. with the exception of this past season. Kansas State. But, uh, you know, perennial, and they're not... They don't deliver. They're not delivering once they get there. Um, no. You know, in Oklahoma... Is... I would argue that basketball has not been quite the same in the Big 12 lately. Because Texas Tech. That's but... just one year out of 14. Well, yeah, but... Yeah, that's not a, the trend is still... But we've had more teams go deep lately than we've had ever. Because Baylor made it pretty deep. K-State K- makes it, doesn't go deep. And then Oklahoma did. Yeah, so. but it, it's it's. But it's the same thing. It's not a good trend. No, no. Uh, as much as Kansas fans love the fact that they won, was it fourteen, fifteen straight? It's not really healthy for that for that no. for that conference, and it's not lining up to be overly healthy for the football and, side of things as well if you're just going to have Oklahoma there every year and, and then lose in the first round. have to play. understand that you cannot, because you see this in NCAA tournament selection too. They're like, what game's going to put butts in the seats? You know, if, you know, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to go crazy. You know, you're still going to have to work within the system but if you've got a choice between, like we've joked for years, it may never happen again, but you rest assured if Mizzou and KU are ever in the NCAA tournament again, God willing, they're going to put them in the same bracket because they, they're going to know that that game's going to sell. And mm-hmm. so the, the powers that be will, within the system, manipulate it that, you know, maybe not in the first game, but, you know, you have... Uh, you know, Mizzou's in that 8-9 game and they may get KU in the second round. Damn right they're going to try that. Well, if Oklahoma is going to get trounced every every time they go into the tournament with or this the playoff and you're looking at a two-loss Georgia team or two-loss Wisconsin team uh, or worse, a two-loss Notre Dame team. Well, I think... They're gonna this year worked out for Oklahoma, obviously. But I, I'd like to I'd like to make the argument: 
Had Utah won their Pac-12 game, is it easy to go ahead and still put Oklahoma in there? This year, not, not knowing yes. what we know, is Oklahoma going in there? I'll go back to what I just said. Butts in the seats. Oklahoma is still going to put more so butts Oklahoma in the goes seats in this year. than Utah. The same exact scenario happens next year. <sighs> Who goes in? Utah or Oklahoma? Utah, I think Utah goes in. Yeah. Well, it depends on if they beat Texas tonight. You think tonight's game is going to affect next year? I don't. I think it will. I think after watching Oklahoma get blistered, and then you have an option. The only because this year there was no option. The Oklahoma only, was really the only other. The team only really way had. that this entire conversation but, becomes mm-hmm. moot, I think, is if LSU goes out and rolls Clemson by fifty. Then the argument's going to be it didn't matter who the hell. True. LSU played. True. And in, that's true. In, it, the, it, in the first one. Even if we put Wisconsin in there, it didn't matter. Yeah. If, it, it, if LSU just, it's team of destiny, they're going to frog stomp everybody they play. Now, if Clemson and LSU have a classic 31-28 with all the drama in the world, Oklahoma's going to look really bad. Um, but if... LSU goes out, and maybe Burrow only throws five touchdowns instead of seven. Um, but they still... <laughs> Before they, half. But it's, it's still 49 to but it's, 17. It's, but it's not a game. Like, all this is moot because they're just going to be like, well, LSU would have kicked the crap out of the you know, the Bengals if they had been in the, <laughs> yeah. the yeah. fourth team in the, uh, in the college football playoff. But it it's going to be interesting because... Um, it's it, it's already controversial. Because well, my my it's wonder is is going into the future. I, I I'll be curious to see what happens with the championship game. You might you might have a point there. But for future playoffs, does the Big Twelve get as much consideration? I wouldn't give the Big Twelve considering as much consideration how anyway. they have performed in the yeah. um, playoffs prior to. Um, I I think the. I think the Big 12 has a lot of problems. Um, so, if things don't change, uh, yeah, it would be real easy for me to... I mean, they need to add They need to add more teams. I don't know who they're going to be. I don't have an answer to that. They need to play a championship game. And someone in there needs to play a different style of football, perhaps. Because the run and shoot version of what they have it's it's just like the NFL that stuff generally works great in the regular season but in elimination style football it doesn't you probably don't want the team if that's what you have to play to win mm-hmm. you're going to have to you're going to have to <clears throat> kill a little clock and you're going to have to play some defense and right now nobody in that you know um K State would try but K State didn't have the athletes to pull mm-hmm. that off no. You know, if, if K-State had the recruiting prowess of Texas or Oklahoma and chose to run the same kind of play that they run, they could be dangerous because they'd be, the, they'd be the Big 12's version of Wisconsin. You know, the Big 10 plays a lot of crazy offenses too, but not to the extent the Big 12 does. But the reason why Wisconsin, I think, is competitive every year in that conference is that they don't. 
you can't score 40 points on me if every drive we score a touchdown takes six minutes. And they can recruit the guys at Wisconsin that can do that. Yeah. I think the only team that's starting to trend that way is Baylor. Oh, they're, they're probably the, uh, the, the cartoon character caricature of it all. They're horrible that way. The, well, I guess they're, they're, uh, they're offense. It's crazy. But they're they're trending towards getting a better defense. They are getting a better defense. Yes. I mean, they yeah. have a first. Yeah. I mean, their coach is new and is trying to and maybe change all that. Maybe so. he'll be the one that because everybody's copycat. Yeah. Everybody's copycat. So if it just takes one, and and if they're successful, you know. And for the most part, they were up until the end. They the team they couldn't beat was Oklahoma. Yeah. That's who they struggle and with. And that's always going to be tough because Oklahoma's got athletes at every position. Sure they have. You know, and they've got highly recruited players at every position. Which is also a scary thought. It is. Because they got... Destroyed. Destroyed in, in two quarters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even two quarters. <laughs> a quarter and a half. Yeah, it's like a quarter. Yeah. So that... But it will... It's going to be interesting because um, I... As much as we, as much as uh, I'm certainly happy about the outcome, I hated the prospect of the Suckeyes because they were a very balanced um, team. Yeah, Both sides I, of the ball, I was surprised by that. So you know, you <clears throat> we are did our bowl predictions. I am the only one, and you were the only one. So pick the Suckeyes to lose. <clears throat> we'll give you that. You're welcome. That's that's your one year. Yes. I really thought we were almost going to pull it off because Ohio State jumped out to a big lead. They did, and it should have been a bigger lead though. Yeah, and that's, that's where things started to hiccup on them is the fact that too many field goals. It was seventeen to nothing. And it should have been twenty-eight to nothing. Yep. Yeah, and they you, faltered. Yeah, yeah, and then you start tripping a little bit. So and Clemson beating a uh, better. I mean, Clemson beat the better of the the two teams that won. They beat the better of the two teams. Uh, now LSU embarrassed the other team that they played. So I, I think the national championship game is going to be close, but I think LSU still wins. I think it's going to be LSU fairly big. I do too. I I, I just don't know how you answer Joe Burrow right now. Oh, he's I don't. I don't think Clemson has the defense. I think Ohio <laughs> yeah, State and, and LSU really has shot the defense. Them. Yeah, yeah. And I think Ohio State shot themselves in the foot a lot and let Clemson come back in that game and make it a game Big time. when it shouldn't have been. Not should never have been. Yeah. yeah, not putting a team away yeah. when you should have put them away, yeah. and you did not put away a team that's been there, done that. Yeah, you know, uh, it. If you know, let's say that it was Utah or Baylor that had gotten in, and yeah, you were pussyfooting around, and you were only up seventeen nothing, and shouldn't have up twenty eight nothing. You're still going to win that game by thirty points. You know, Clemson, you're not going to eventually. Do that. Yeah. yeah, eventually, you're still going to win that game by because thirty points because they're going to make more mistakes at yes. the end of the day. Anyway. And you got more horses, and they and got, they got more. Yeah, you know, um, you know. So, but uh, I. LSU is going to win the game. I don't think they're going to the, it's blow out maybe 14, but it's a hell of a lot closer than losing by 50. Uh, I, 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 I hope I you're right because I don't want to shut it off at halftime. I don't either, but, but I 
Clemson certainly. <laughs> I don't have high hopes for Clemson. I, as much as as much game. as I hate the Suckeyes, they were still the better team. I, I, you I don't know, disagree with that. I just think they didn't show up to play in the second no, half. No, for whatever reason. Yeah, I just think they beat themselves. They sure did. Well, and, and then the, that's not going to happen against LSU. The, the one thing that I found no. kind of uncharacteristic for them is they let some stuff I think affect their play. I think when the targeting call got made on their safety and their safety got thrown out of the game that jacked with them some yeah, of the some of the yeah, officiating some of the officiating in that game that yeah it was it was questionable but I think I expect a team that has the pedigree of the suckeyes to handle that better than yeah. than they did because I, I I think it I think it affected them agreed you know that agreed they let that, they yeah. let stuff like well, that bother them that's you beating yourself. Yes. Exactly. That's yeah. all that is. That is, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. And I think that's exactly And I think you expect that more again. If 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 Utah or or uh uh Baylor are in that game, I kind of expect that from them. That if sure. if something doesn't go their way, that's when the wheels come off. You don't expect that from from a team that has been as involved <clears throat> in postseason football as they have over the last so I think we all are unanimous here Ohio State should probably fire their co- head coach um, <laughs> they should fire their coach because he was ill prepared yeah they should give up football adversity. they should never play football anymore they should just scrap the program and uh, uh, like, burn thought, burn the horseshoe to the ground I thought it's the Ohio State no it's no. not no they're not the no alright whatever no um <laughs> they're the something. They're, they're, not, they're not the that. The piece of shit. <laughs> so, uh, one thing I was going to look at too how many draft prospects are going to play in this championship game? Oh my God. How many players are there? <laughs> Everyone that dresses. <laughs> Everyone that dresses. Has, has got a. I think everybody that's on the LSU team could. I don't know about Clemson. I'm, I don't know about everyone, but uh, I'm still not sold on Trevor Lawrence. So I'm not either. Well, he's I, not, I'm not either. Well, he's not coming out this year anyway. No, he's not. He's got one more year. Yeah. So, I mean, as it, I'm, I don't care. Just, well, the question was how many draft picks. Yes. I don't care whether you're sold on him or not. He's coming out. I mean, he will oh, be yeah, drafted he will be whenever drafted. he's eligible. Yes. No question. Yes. Uh, I don't know. 15 total? Okay. From both, I mean, all together. Not yeah. 15 from one side. 15 all together. Yeah, I I think so. I mean, that, that they don't call LSU DBU for a reason. I mean, you watch that. Oklahoma's got some talented wide receivers. They can all yeah. run. Oh, you're talking like, about all four? No, no, no. No, he was just saying the DB. I'm just saying the DB. Every one of the DBs at LSU could, is going to be on oh, NFL okay. somewhere. I thought you said OU. No, because like, all of all of all of OU's wide receivers can play ball. Oh, okay. they can yeah, all yeah, run. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. they because they know. got uh, uh, CD Lamb. Yeah, who is and they vanished. Ooh. They're gone. I mean, it was uh, they didn't look like OU's receivers. You know, they just mm-hmm. they made them go away. Yeah. So yeah. you know. Um, uh, 
So there's three. <laughs> <laughs> Quarterbacks four. Four. <laughs> yeah. Left tackles Offensive five. Offensive line. Yeah. <laughs> Running back, I don't know what year he is, but he can play uh, too. The guy with the hyphenated yeah. last name. Well, that Jefferson guy that can catch for LSU, he's that caught yeah. the four touchdowns in the Yep. He's pretty fast. So we're seven? <laughs> seven off of one team? Yeah, we only got to Clemson. Yep. Now, the one thing I'll say, though, about Clemson is I think Trevor Lawrence makes the NFL, but when I, for a team that had an impressive win over an opponent, I didn't see anybody in that game that I'm like, oh, he's going to dominate at the next level Well, okay. for Clemson. What leads me into this, I'm too, is, that. is another thing me and Scott have always talked about is that Wins, which is funny, we're talking about this because we think Joe Burrow is the real deal. But wins and success in college football do not translate into the NFL. No, they don't. So, but it's funny because we talk about Joe Burrow and we're like, oh, he's he's automatic. Yeah, but but that's he is generational talent. Though you 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 wanted to argue with me a little bit the other day. I said this. He is the most highly touted quarterback coming out of college football since Peyton, Peyton Manning. Manning. I think so. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Pro-ready, not necessarily mm-hmm. like the Cam Newton crazy athlete. I'm talking I, I pro-ready, pro-ready, ready to throw. Yeah. I, I brought up Cam a few Newton. names. And I, no, I think it's Burrow. I think, I think it's Burrow since Manning. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think so. I mean, when Peyton Manning came out... Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, this is the next second coming of of the greatest quarterback ever in the history of the NFL and blah, blah, blah. And everybody was making such a big splash about him. Everybody's made a big – there's been a lot of big splashes, but I don't think there's anything that's compared to what we're going to see with Joe Burrow when he's – it's, it's going to be equal to Peyton Manning. That's kind of my point on that. I know everybody was high on Deshaun Watson and uh, Jackson. And, you know, uh, well, Michael Vick was after. Was Michael Vick before or after? What? Manning? Manning? After. Yeah, after. He's yeah, after. He's yeah. After. He was a big, highly touted guy. Well, the names I brought up but, were. But, um, nah. A couple. Well, and, but here's the thing, though. What we're talking about is who was highly touted as being the next Manning, not who became the next Manning. Who had the most buzz when they got drafted, not who ended up having the most buzz. Who had the most buzz before they first, got drafted? First off, Peyton Manning. In this in this yeah. time yes, frame that yes, I'm speaking yes. of, it's going to be Joe Burrows. Okay. Because there's and a no, couple I don't names. Think there's anybody else. Because there's a couple names I brought up that I thought got a lot of buzz when they were drafted as being, oh, you cannot. You cannot pass on this guy. You know he's going to be great. Andrew Luck. Ooh, Andrew Luck was one. I forgot about him. Yeah, that'd be another one. I was thinking Mark Sanchez. <clears throat> I hated. I, if that was true, my hatred for the Trojans wouldn't allow me to well, see it. Well, anyway. the, the, the but we're talking about Buzz to, when they get drafted. It's funny we're not, to say that. We're not, that's true. Yeah, we're yeah. not talking about who was successful. We're talking about the Buzz, the buzz when they yeah, the when they got drafted. That's mm-hmm. true. Because remember, every team was told you can't pass on them. I know. I know. You can't pass. You're right. You're right. The other one that came to my name is Matt Barkley, another USC guy too. Everyone said you can't pass on him too. 
Boy, he was at least at least Mark Sanchez had a cup of coffee and a constantly replayed YouTube video. He made it to uh, AFC championships. Matt Barkley. Yeah. Well, so that's all I'm saying is that. Well, and and when you're talking about talent, Scott and I were talking about this the other day. So just to bring it up real quick, what's frightening is that John Burrow played for Ohio State before he played for LSU. So when you think about how many guys that were in these games that just played are going to make it on Sunday, he couldn't make the cut at Ohio State, so he freaking transferred. Jesus. It's going to be a long time for Michigan before they beat those cocksuckers again. <laughs> because he's they, not. Yeah, he's not. Fuck. <laughs> They got rid of a guy that's going to be a first-round automatic draft pick. Fucking couldn't make the fucking team so he transferred. For the love of God, they might be back to back. The Ohio State guy now and Josh Fields, Josh Fields, and John Burroughs go one and two. God damn it! Say Patterson goes undrafted. Fuck. Oh yeah, Uh, Matt's. Fantasy, yeah. Or a complete nightmare. Nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Complete nightmare. It is a complete nightmare. Oh, yeah. All right, folks. That's all we got for you tonight. Tune in uh, next time. Next year. Next Next year. year. It will be next year. Thanks. Stay up.